Now among those who went up to worship at the festival were some Greeks. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and said to him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew, then Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain, but if it dies, it bears much fruit. Those who love their life lose it, and those who hate their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there will my servant be also. Whoever serves me, the Father will honor. Now my soul is troubled, and what should I say? Father, save me from this hour? No. It is for this reason that I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd standing there heard it and said that it was thunder. Others said an angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered, This voice has come for your sake, not for mine. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be driven out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to indicate the kind of death he was to die. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. This is from John chapter 12. This is the year of Mark and John. Uh, where we mostly get Mark, but then we also mostly get John, especially during Lent. But this is a text that I love. I love this text in John 12, because it first it talks about these Greeks coming up for the festival, these, these people who um, they've not taken the ultimate step uh, to become Jewish, but they are proselytes. They, they, they pray to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They've just not uh, had the snip. We'll, we'll just leave it at that. And so they come to Philip. They, they recognize that Philip is from Galilee. That maybe they knew him because uh, there would be some, some Greek speakers, some Romans there in, in the Galilee area maybe from Bethsaida. And they say to him, sir, we wish to see Jesus. I love that phrase. That phrase, I've always thought that if I were to ever have pulpits designed for every church around, around the globe, I'd want that inscribed right there on the pulpit. Like, like not, not where the congregation can see it, but where the pastor can see it. So when the pastor walks into the pulpit, this is kind of hard for you, you that, that attend churches where the pastors don't use pulpits, where they just use like a... a a stool and they walk around and wander around and maybe they use a, a teleprompter in the back or something like that to help them with their notes. It should be there in that pulpit, sir, we want to see Jesus. So that when the pastor looks around at the congregation, they realize that this is what they've come for. They've come for Christ. They've come for Jesus. They've come to hear of this one who, who, who has something important to say something important to show, something important to do for them. And I love Jesus' response. He doesn't go, okay, he doesn't walk off and go, okay, let's go, let's go sign some autographs, guys. No, he preaches. And he says, right now is the time, the hour in which I'm going to be glorified, exalted. Exalted is the one whom people desire to see including non-Jews, 
including those that seem to be outside of the promise of God, that, that, that the hour has come, that the, the umbrella of the promise of God is the chosen people, the promise of God of redemption, the promise of God as the covenant given to us, of the forgiveness of sins, of life in his name. Jesus is now, it's, it's time now that he is going to be glorified for what it is that he is going to do. And then he makes very clear what that is. He, he says that unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain. It just sits there. It's a, it's a corn kernel. You can throw it in the popcorn maker and make popcorn. But no, you bury it in the ground, it dies, and what comes from it is a tree. A, a tree grows up and produces fruit, apples, pears, avocados, whatever. That's what's prepared, given to us. And here he's talking about how he's going to die. He's going to go into the earth. And from his death, fruit is going to come. The fruit of resurrection, because he will rise again to give us life. To, to raise us up that we might be his, that death has no more power over us. We, we don't fear death anymore because we know it as sleep. We fall asleep in Jesus. He's going to wake us up. But then also the fruits of repentance that where we, we I, I preached about it this last Sunday, where, where having a crucifix is a wonderful thing because it shows us the broken body of Jesus given for us that we're reminded of what it is that he has done, realizing that it was necessary. And we see it, and in some ways we wish to weep, but at the same time we see it and we rejoice, but because we know that although we did that, I put him there, he did that, he chose it for me and for you to give us life, to forgive us all our sins, to be the atoning sacrifice for us. And then he talks about the things that he's talked about a billion times. That everything we have in this life is not life. Life is only in him. He says that we are to have eternal life because what we have right now is not life. And we, all the other things fail us. They crumble around us. They're like a house that always has to be fixed up never to be the way it's supposed to be so that we might receive what it is that we need and the wonderful thing is that then he says that the hour has come for his name to be glorified in god and god is going to glorify his name god is going to glorify god's own name not just jesus name through what he is going to do and people hear it but it's for their understanding, for their ability to hear that sermon, to realize that something is happening in this man from Nazareth that we don't understand. And that we hold to the promise and we will understand it in a little while when we hear the story of the cross again, of what it is that Christ is going to do for us. And he declares to us that the judgment of the world, that the judgment of Satan, that the judgment of our sin is all done now that the hour has come, that those things have no power over us anymore. Our sins, our shame, our past doesn't have power over us because Christ has taken those from you and he's put them on himself. Death has no power over you. He's killed it. And now you are hidden 
with Christ and God. Let us pray. O God, with steadfast love, you draw us to yourself, and in mercy you receive our prayers. Strengthen us to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit, that through life and death we may live in your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Well, blessings to you, church. Thank God it's Friday. We look forward to seeing you uh, this Sunday, uh, whether you're at Faith or over at Bethany. As we are making our way through, we are almost done with uh, Lent. It will be Easter soon. And let us rejoice in that. Go in peace. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.